Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And so, again, you could set yourself up taking the wrong job to make yourself a much less attractive candidate if you don't have you know, high level of success. Put yeah. it that way. So you got I I would suggest he be he be picky here. Well Florida stop being in Florida makes a lot of sense for him though. Can you imagine? Like they'll get all the headlines of the AAC next year. Whether they deserve it or not or how long it takes, whatever, but that would be the talk of media days, the talk of everything. How long does it take Deion Sanders to build a winner down in South Florida? Yeah. I, I you know, probably not that long. The other coaching news today is that um an anchor in Mississippi, uh, reported yesterday. Sokolov. Sokolov. John. John Sokolov. Is it? Is it Sokolov? Yes. Yeah. Is it you're, you're saying like a V. It's more F-ish. Yeah. Sokolov. He reported that uh, Lane Kiffin is going to step down on Friday, which would be the day after the Egg Bowl, uh, the vaunted Egg Bowl. Who Mississippi State's going to win, by the way? Which which they're going to win? You have remember you that have, was preseason. You have claimed that prediction. You have claimed that yeah, Lane don't care anymore. Uh, <laughs> John Sokoloff reported that Lane Kiffin was going to step down. Uh, it was a very, I, I got to say. Everybody it was an odd tweet. It was, a, it was. It was an odd tweet. Because he says the job hasn't been offered, but right. Lane's going to take it. He's going to step down, step down and take week. a job that he hasn't been offered. Right. I mean, that seems to kind of conflict, does it not? Uh, the, the exact tweet is this. Breaking. Ole Miss head coach Lane Kiffin plans to step down as the Rebels coach Friday and head to Auburn to become the Tigers' next head coach, according to sources. Sources say the Tigers haven't officially offered the job to anyone yet. So Lane to Auburn is happening. Well, You know how that stuff, though, works, yeah, man. I understand, if offered, a- would take. That, it's all, that's all. Again, this guy got Cohen to Auburn. It's not like he doesn't have a career just, you know, was just throwing his first, uh, trying to get a big scoop, just throwing it up at the wall. You know, it, he, he's had a career down there and got Cohen to Auburn, got the athletic director down there. He got, so, okay. He he did get the yeah uh, AD. That, yes well so he's got somebody right I mean he's got he's he's got somebody down there talking now now here's the thing I'm just saying he's not some reckless reporter well he's gotten big stories right before yes he has including Cohen now that does not preclude him from getting one wrong no it doesn't you um, see what Lane did in terms of like tweeting about his career and everything I else? mean Lane that he's buried himself basically Lane vehemently denied it now look now how's that going to look if he ups and, up and walks well if he looks look, ridiculous he'll, saying he, this guy's buried well, his career Lane's going to say I wasn't I didn't step down on Friday I stepped down on Saturday right and it had not been offered but, right. but that's literally what he reported though if Lane goes to Auburn he owes this reporter an apology he just does I mean now you could take issue with the reporter tweeting it before it happened and doing it on you know three days before the egg bowl, but this is the industry and this is the way it works. And Lane knows that. So if in fact he does go to Auburn, which I have sort of been operating under the assumption of for the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. then he he that reporter deserves an apology. And it, he doesn't need to t- be semant- you know play semantics with oh well he said Friday and I didn't do it until Saturday or whatever because now obviously he's not going to do it on Friday. He, if, if he's going, he will do it on Saturday or Sunday, or we even wait till next week. He's not going to do it on Friday. Um, you know, as the you know, as somebody who has broken a coaching football coaching hire before, um, you're probably not going with that unless you're getting it from somebody who is directly involved in the search. Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially somebody like him. This is not some random dude. I mean, he, he. I think that's important here. You know, and you brought up the point that he got the the John Cohen news, so. He's probably talking to I don't I'm gonna just go out on a limb here and say John Cohen. <laughs> he's 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 probably talking to John Cohen here, uh, and I think John Cohen, as the athletic director of Auburn, 
university would would probably know if 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 Lane was was coming. My whole thing is just, I, just the fact that Lane went that far. You know, he did. You you didn't mention the whole story he did too about the yes. uh, news station. Yes. He's going to go join him, even though they haven't offered. That's funny. The, the fact that he did that, then did the the meme with the "you buried your career," kind of put an emoji over that for someone else. It just seems like he, if he knew right now, and I'm with you. I've always thought it makes sense. Whatever Lane's going to end up there, first choice. But would you go that far because you are setting yourself up to, even if you don't feel like you owe him an apology, others to say. Dude, you had no business burying this guy who, by, by, by most accounts, is a credible reporter. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, like to go that far, especially if you know you're going to take it, I, 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 I still find that unnecessary. I, I guess I would, I'm, I'm bringing up that point because I thought if we're talking about that kind of lane that's willing to do that, then set it up, and then he hasn't matured as much as I thought he had. Yeah. Look, again. Because that, that, I thought this was, you know, sure, Lane will still play play, but he's matured a lot. And this would go back to immature Lane stuff if you did it. And you're leaving, then you don't give the guy an apology, whatever else. This guy, what, what, you know, credible sports director down there. That, that's it, it'd be a little bit, for me, a, an adjustment because I thought Lane had grown past this. Yeah, like it, it, it reads to me, um, it reads to me like he's just mad that it's leaking. That's what it reads to me. Like it reminds me, like when because I was there. But you can't let that anger no. put you to the point where it's, well, it make it personal against the person who tweeted it. You yeah, know what I'm saying like it, it, it is you're, what it is. And you're talking about his career, I, absolutely, right? Absolutely. And and it's bearing and now, trying to it, make fun. It, of, if he's wrong, then he'll deserve the the, the criticism. 100. percent But do you right now believe Lane wouldn't take it if offered? I do not. That that's not, not the direction this is headed. I I it, at this point only think right. that Auburn is hiring Lane Kiffin, um, <clears throat> and. You know, like it reminds me a little bit of Justin Fuente. This was like just before they didn't use Twitter. But you know, you remember that yeah, the, the well. news was broken mm-hmm. during the last game. That was, it was just it's very uncomfortable. Yeah, and and he was really pissed off yeah. about it in the post game. You know, understandably because he had not had a chance to address his team. That was what he was upset about. He was upset that he didn't get a chance to to really talk to his senior. Then that's pretty much how it happens these days. It is how it happens. It'll get out before you talk to that's him. That's right. Um, and I wonder if that's a little bit of what's going on here with Lane. Like, he probably knows he's taking the job. He's probably tentatively accepted the job but was not going to announce anything, you know, until – because, you know, that. and I give credit to Mike Norvell. Everybody knew Mike Norvell was leaving for Florida State, but, you know, the, the season finished up, to, to my recollection. It, 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 you know, they played the conference championship game, and then he, and then it kind of came out. Wasn't that how it worked? Yeah. They they won the conference championship game, and then came out pretty uh, maybe the same night uh, that they're hiring Mike Norvell to uh, to to be the next coach of Florida State. But you know, there's just I know coaches prefer that. It doesn't always work like that, and that's out of their control. Um, I I it, 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 but again, my my bigger take here is good hire for Auburn. And Lane owes him an apology if indeed he is going to Auburn because this is unnecessary. Uh, I mean, like one tweet, funny tweet, whatever, but the whole going on about it, news, you know, because he noticed the one thing he didn't do is deny it. Right, he didn't say no. You yeah, know? I've, I've had people texting me that as we're talking about it. That's that the, he never said no. He the, did everything except in deny. In the dismissal. Yeah. He's, he's played around with it, you know, he's got memes about what, it. What does the little devil emoji mean? Uh, well, just that. And there was a plate with, uh, with you know, utensils. In the world could that his emojis when he you see it? You're yeah, looking, I'm looking at, at it now, yeah. What could that possibly mean? That's why I have a young guy like you around. I mean, well, there are four emojis. One is like a block button, then there's a devil, then there's a uh, chair and a and, and a plate. Is he pulling up to you pulling up to the table to eat? I, I don't know. <laughs> eat with the devil. I, maybe, maybe that's the you know, maybe that's the. Don't I, eat with the devil. You said there's a block a, st- a block on it. Yeah. Don't eat with the devil. Okay. That's not the plan this weekend. On no, I don't week. know what Lane was trying to say with those emojis. No one knows. No one Grow knows. up, Lane. I thought you had done that. The Lane train. Uh, all right, we'll come back. Grizzlies back in action tonight. Sounds like John Moran is going to be involved, so we'll get into that. Brooks Monaghan going to join us at 1225, talk to him about his run and his time at Memphis and, and just the being Remarkable. the picture of consistency and, and, and holding the banner for Memphis sports. Get this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Get into that. Let's get it. Now, it's The Rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Everybody's asking the question today, Jason. Everybody around the city of Memphis is asking the same question. They want to know how in the bluest of blue hells did Penny let Lenders Nolly get out of town? How'd he do it? Well, he didn't let him do anything. He said bye-bye. How could Penny possibly have thrown him out let him do of anything. the program like Uncle Phil And Jazzy Jeff, get out! And that's what happened. How could he possibly do that? Because if you sit up last night, Landers Nolly was a man on fire. Creasy Bear. 9 of 14 from 3. We have never seen such a performance. But it doesn't just stop at Landers Nolly, does it? Our man Tyler Harris, is he winning games? No. Is he shooting the ball well? No. Did he have 22 points last night? Yes, he yep, did. Five of ten last night. Amadi Bates. Cincinnati lost two, by the way. They did. And they've lost two straight. Amadi Bates. Thoughts. Amadi James Wayne. You couldn't welcome Amadi Bates. Bro averaging he is averaging twenty-three points a game. That is twelfth in the country. That is twelfth in the country. Now I don't entertain a lot of this. Yeah, how many shots am I getting to do that? Well, you know, again, Jason, there's really no need. For you to crap on what Imani is doing, he is shooting 46% from three and 51% from the floor. I'm, I'm happy for that, man. So you need to just calm down over the, there. The whole offense regard, revolves around him. See if Stan Heath's smart. Imani he is amazing. Imani is having an amazing season. He would season. be plugged into a hole here, Well, although the, you could use that shooting. You know, look, I made the case way back when, after the season ended, that they should try to keep Imani Bates, but it was untenable. I mean, it just wasn't going Correct. to work. He is allowed to be something at Eastern Michigan University that he's Nobody rooting against Imani? We're rooting for him. Oh, yeah, for sure. And as it relates to Landers, look, how many times Landers do that at Memphis? I'll wait. Yeah, he didn't hit. I was going to try to go back. What was the most threes he hit? I mean, it wasn't nine. It was probably like four. I mean, Landers was fine at Memphis. He was a decent player. But, you know, look, he had a he had an out-of-body experience in Maui where the rims are super soft. That's like a known fact. He, he, shot, he shot the ball well. Congratulations. I do think the bigger take, and, and you and I talked about this before the show. I'm kind of stealing your thunder here a little bit, but I agree. It, the bigger take is that Cincinnati is going to actually push you a little bit more than I thought. I mean – I was perhaps, su- perhaps. I was I was surprised to see Cincinnati want to run the way they did with Arizona because Arizona is lost that game one hundred one ninety three by the way last night yeah it's like an NBA score these days yeah it is um yeah like they they decided they were going to run with with Arizona mm-hmm. I thought you know maybe they won't take the air out of the ball a little bit limit possessions no sir it only scored fifty one and a loss to Northern Kentucky right before that yeah so to your was, point about running and putting up ninety something it's not just yeah, man. You know, they didn't do it against Northern Kentucky. They did do it, though, against Arizona. And they've been that team for the most part this year. 98 and went over Chaminade, 87 and went over East Kentucky. Yeah, but I, I, I don't sit here and, and think about what could have been because we saw it. We saw it with, uh, with, with Landers Nolly for two seasons. It was okay. It was fine. He was very inconsistent. Um, and I don't, I don't 
I don't fault um, any decisions like that. I mean, I think Penny probably knew the score, and he, he of course he knows the score better than anybody else. Um, and he felt like, you know, a purge in the locker room was necessary after the season. And uh, I'm going to trust that he knows what he's doing. Um, and then that's and Landers Nolly was a casualty of that. So I don't I don't sit around wondering. Penny made a decision on those guys that I can do better. Right. In one case, he got Emmanuel Acott and thought right, that that right. was going to be one of the on one of the replacements. But again, another guy who was available at one point, Cedric Henderson, also in that game. Yes, he's playing a key role. Yes, he is. for Arizona transferring from Campbell, shooting the ball well. Last night goes two or two from three. Uh, had what fourteen points in twenty four minutes in that game. Had started for them early in the year, as you pointed out to me. Now he's playing sixth man form. Yep, that was a guy. You, you know, who was available, uh, but obviously at that point. You know, again, and, and the roster changed, man. Like, at, I, when Penny makes the decision on Tyler and, and, and Landers Nolly, I'm telling you right now, he expected Lester Quinones to be back. Yes, he did. Okay? Yes, because he did. based on the information they were getting from the well, NBA. Well, again, he expected so, Emmanuel Acott to, like, correct. be then on you, the roster. Then you get Emmanuel, you expect him to be on the roster. So things change. You talk about where it is now. Look, look at his ability to fill the holes, okay? So, no, you can't fault him. Have there been some guys there? Yeah. And I'd, I'd have told you Sid Henderson was one of them, yeah. uh, especially with the way this team shot. What he, I think he, we, we point out he shot 38% at Campbell. Arizona's found use for him. I think Memphis could have, probably would have been yeah. starting on this team. That's it. And Emmanuel, is, I, I just looked, he's basically doing, you know, everything that he was supposed to, you know, he was he's shooting 43% from three. We can do the what-ifs, but when you're 2-1, and one, feeling pretty good about the tournament, it's really not the, it, 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 it's not the time for it. Correct. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Memphis is struggling right now. Um, Penning probably likes where he is, would have liked to get that win at St. Louis. Then you'd be in uh, you know, perfect shape. But uh, with the way things are, I think, I think Penny's fine with the decisions he's made. Emmanuel Acott had 14 in a win over Illinois State today, 78-66. So, uh, look, that's the way the cookie crumbles. It's, uh, do this stuff all day with that's guys. Exactly I mean, DJ right. Jeffries had two for Mississippi State, hey. uh, but Mississippi State won. They're 5-0. Yeah. and oh. yeah. the, uh, Them and Ole Miss combined 9-0. and oh. Wow. Not that it I mean, Miss, like, matters a nobody. ton right now, but yeah, uh, Mississippi State played Marquette last night. Yeah, that was, good. that was a good win. It was a neutral site win. Everybody's mm-hmm. in the Bahamas or Maui or whatever right now or Orlando as it happens. So these are these are important games. Learn a lot about these teams. We'll come back. We know a lot about the next team we're going to talk about, Memphis Women's Soccer, and that, of course, is that they are awesome. And uh, the man that is responsible for orchestrating that, putting it together year after year is Brooks Monaghan. We'll talk to him when we come back, get his thoughts on how you build it, how you sustain it, in today's day and age, uh, the run that they just came off of. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All that and more on the other side. Jason and John, 92 FM, ESPN. 
Brooks Monaghan just made history at the University of Memphis, leading Memphis women's soccer to their first Sweet 16 appearance in program history. They've been the picture of consistency over there for a long time, and he joins us now. Brooks, appreciate the time, man. How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing all right, man. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, you know, it's past time. There's no doubt about that. Have you have you had a chance to kind of soak it all in? Not not quite. You know, it, it's obviously, you know, we're just two days away from, uh, you know, um, ending our season. But uh, today's a little bit better than yesterday, right? I'm like any other coach. I'm still breaking the game down in my head, trying to think of things that I could have done better. But uh, in due time, it'll sink in, and uh, I think I think I'll be in a much better place. Yeah, how, how do you balance that? Because it was it was such a dramatic game, and you know, you guys had the chance in PKs to to take the lead. It didn't happen. I mean, it was it was as evenly matched, honestly, as it gets. So, how do you balance the the disappointment of not getting the result, but also zooming out? and realizing that you just did something that has never happened in the history of the program. Yeah, you know, it's it's you know, it's like what I told the girls after the game. I said, "Look, guys, you didn't you didn't you didn't lose a game today. You lost a coin toss." And uh, you know, um that's that's what happens in soccer, you know, when at all levels when you go to penalties, it's uh you know, you got to find a way to, you know, to 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 declare a winner, but um it's really it's really a brutal way because you know it's um, it, it, anybody can win in penalties, right? So mm-hmm. um, that was the main message: is look, you didn't you, you didn't lose you didn't lose the game, you lost a coin toss. But uh, I know in due time, um, you know it'll all set in. And at the end of the day, it doesn't take away you know how proud I am of this group and what they were able to accomplish. But uh, you know, I'm sure here in a few days it will really sink in and just, uh, you know, put a smile on my face. Brooks, what clicked so well? They're toward the end of the regular season. I think, you know, after that 2-1 loss to South Florida, you guys, you know, 3-1 and one there uh, to wrap up the regular season, then you catch fire in the AAC championship. Just what, what, if you had to put your finger on it, what, what clicked so well? Yeah, I think it was a couple things. I think in regards to, to, to leadership, we made some adjustment and added added another player uh, as a captain. I think that helped. I think, uh, you know, we, we had a young lady that was a transfer from Kentucky that I knew was a very good player, but you know, um, you know, when, when when things aren't going your way, you're more, as a coach, you're more open to, to changing, and so we actually inserted her into the lineup, and uh, you know that allowed us um, to move some other players around, and I think that was a big difference as well. So I think the leadership really stepped up, and then um, you know being able to insert you know the girl's name is Lily Huber uh, into the lineup. We're talking to Brooks Monaghan, Memphis women's soccer coach, making history this year uh, off a Sweet 16 appearance. Brooks, I say this respectfully. Why are you still here? <laughs> no, I. I I, um, man, you know, over my time, and it's not about me, it's about, you know, I could never do anything without having great coaches around me and, and, you know, having a group of girls that uh, buy into what we do. But, uh, you know, I'm a Memphis guy, you know, I went to Christian Brothers High School and, uh, I've had some wonderful opportunities over the years with, you know, that I'm, I'm blessed to have had, but, uh, you know, I played here. Um, I bleed blue, man, and I I, I, I I love the Tigers, and you know it's it's you know to be able to coach in your hometown and you know be able to really take a program from scratch and build it into something what we you know what we have it's 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 pretty special. You know, covering all kinds of you know different sports, I and, and you're going through the same thing. I mean, it's whether you coach football, basketball, soccer, whatever. Everybody is trying to to deal with the same environment with NIL and competing. Um, but you know, I've never heard you sort of make uh, use that as an excuse for competing or not competing. So, how I guess how do you compete? Is that something that you even sort of enter into the fray of? Is it something that look we can't do nil as well, but we're going to focus on the things that we have done on the field the last seven, you know, ten, fifteen years? Like, how does that look for Brooks Modigan in terms of? keeping this thing going and sustaining it in the environment we're in now. Yeah, it's really just protecting the culture that we've built, you know, and, uh, 
you know, finding the right kids. Obviously, recruiting is a beast out there, especially the world we live in, you know, with Power 5. But it's, uh, you know, you don't have too many kids that in any sport necessarily, maybe 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 men's basketball, but uh, that, you know, grow up uh, dreaming of coming to Memphis. So, I mean, you know, it's um, – you know, you're trying to find find the find the right kids, and 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 again, it's the culture, man. It it is really protecting the culture and finding kids that are willing to, you know, not just stick their toe in the water, but dive in head first. And and you know, but it's it, it's not easy, right? I mean, you guys know. I mean, winning is not easy, and maintaining success is not easy. I mean, we don't in our sport we don't deal so much yet with the NIL, but it's about facilities mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, it's uh, you know that's an area that um, you know I know that it's in in, in the plans of of, of Laird, but uh, you know that's the next step. We need to um, improve our facilities that you know to to continue to be able to recruit in my eyes and and get the right players. Jarvis has schooled us well too, and says you've got that that Canada connection. And I remember one of our former interns, the great Catherine Levasseur, yes, was from Canada yep. as well. Brooks, he says that's part of the secret. Of the success of Brooks, <laughs> yeah, would you agree? Yeah. No, no, no. And, and Canada is is a big is a, is yep. a niche for us for sure. Yep. You know, I mean, we would not be the program we are without our Canadians. Um, so you know, with recruiting, it's, it's it's you know, you don't leave a stone unturned. And uh, but for sure, you're right. Canada is. Uh, hey, quit giving my secrets away. But no, <laughs> Canada is is, is definitely uh, you know very important to us. L- let me ask you this, Brooks, because because ad nauseum we've broken down. Okay, well, what is what does the AAC look like for Memphis football going forward with all the changes? What's it look like for Memphis basketball? What, what's this league look like as a, as a women's soccer league, Brooks, going forward with the changes? Yeah, I think it, it's, it's good. You know, I mean, Central Florida, you know, they just got, uh, you know, they just lost to, to, to UCLA, you know, which is a, is, is a dominating soccer powerhouse. Um, they got knocked out in the second round in penalties. Uh, so, you know they're always good. Um, you know with Houston and um, Cincinnati, you know they're solid programs. But we're adding some good. So I, I I don't think I don't think women's soccer really drops off much. I think um, I think it's pretty much a wash to be honest with you guys. We're talking to Brooks Monaghan, University of Memphis women's soccer coach, coming off their first Sweet 16 in program history. You know in in, in football and basketball, like you have these these legacy programs, and and you mentioned like the Power Five. Is that as prominent? You know, in, in in your game, to where you know there there are these you know one percenters that everybody you know wants to funnel to, or 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 is that less of something that you come up against, and it's more of a of of an open environment in recruiting? No, I mean it's changed. I mean it's 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 hard. It's hard. It's hard being a non-power five team, and I mean you know we've had years that you know we can tell a recruit. I mean. I'll, I'll give you guys this example, right? The last over the last five years, four of them we've cracked the top fifteen, right? If I'm calling a recruit and selling that, that's pretty impressive, mm-hmm. you know. But um, but we don't have that power five name next to us. So I mean, it, you, you think back in the day, you 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 call a recruit and you tell them that they're like, all right, sign me up. But it's um, you know we live in the same world. We live in you know as the basketballs and footballs of the bells and whistles and things like that. But uh, you know you 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 can't make excuses, right? You can't make excuses. You just put your head down and do you know and do what you can. But uh, we run up against that a lot. Um, you know with uh, you know if we reach out to a kid and you know sometimes that's 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 the first thing they want is the power five. Brooks, you realize I, I was at the helmsman. When you started, I'm four. Oh, wow. Yep, I, dude, I, I was at the helmsman when you started at 2000. Man, you're old too. Huh? I did like 13 years at the CA, done six, seven here. You're still over there. A picture of consistency over there. I bet you. There do you? you how many? How many? You know, Brooks Monigans are there in the league? Where guys that have been at a program for decades like you? I can't imagine. It's a ton, Brooks. No, there's there's a few out there, man. Okay. Like in North North Carolina, Texas A and I mean, there there are a few, but um, you know, there's a lot of movement. I mean, it's it's um, you know, a lot of people still looking for the next job and whatnot. Like I said, my my situation is very unique, and um, you know, I'm very blessed to to be able to do this in my hometown. But uh, yeah, for sure, there's not many of them. Well, Brooks, man, it's uh, blessed to have you, brother. It's a pleasure. It was it was awesome to watch your team compete uh, in the NCAA tournament. Certainly made Memphis proud, and you've been doing that for a long time. So we appreciate you coming on for the time, man. Thank you.
Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. You guys take care. Yes, Happy sir. You too. Happy Thanksgiving. He is Brooks Monaghan, University of Memphis women's soccer coach. Yeah, refreshing stuff there, and and, and it is kind of just fascinating because it's not a world that we typically, you know, deal in. We don't know the, the dynamics of, you know, I, I can see, you know, a little bit like Obina Eze. When Obina Eze committed to Memphis, he didn't really know the difference. He, I mean, he, he, he heard about Alabama and all these things, but right, he's right, just right. not familiar. So I wonder if, like, you know, going to Canada and relying on Canada is kind of the same dynamic there, right? They're not super familiar with, oh, Power 5 versus non-Power 5. They just see, oh, you guys have been in the NCAA tournament, you know, five of the last six years. You went to a Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. Good enough for me, you know. But even within that, right, even within that, you could hear, man, we need some better facilities now. You know, we got we to gotta, we gotta get well, it they've going. Earned, they've, they've more than earned it. No doubt. Um, Catherine Levasseur, one of our best ever. Certainly in my short time here. At 92.9? Do you remember she got us Anthony Miller? She did. An interview with Anthony? She like, sure you, did. You know, went out on her own, did that. Yes. She was she was excellent in all fields. We uh, we actually ended the intern program after her because we knew there would there would be no, <laughs> that's, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. There would be no upgrade. She was outstanding. Yes. And yes, yeah, yeah both for the program and in the, and did, did she stick in the in the biz? They might know. Anybody Honestly, I don't know. I don't know what uh, Catherine is up to. I mean, I you know, she was a rising star. You just knew it. Some yeah. of you know. I know. She her. has a twin sister. Yeah, and, and her sister and her both great at soccer. Both played on the team yep. and both went back to Canada. Her sister played in the league up there in Canada for a while, and she was doing some media stuff. So gotcha. I, I kind of keep in touch with her yeah. roughly. You know, um, great, great intern. Like all of our interns have been. She was great. Who, who have our interns been? Devin Walker. Um, Got him. Grizzlies, Catherine Lavasseur. Uh, Marcus Gronauer works in New York City oh, for a, a well. booking agency, and he's about to he's, – he's doing a lot of great things. He's mm-hmm. probably listening right now. He's in town. Um, Have we had any interns that just absolutely fell flat on their face? Who are those? I want to know what happened to them. Do we have any, or are we just nothing but a Nick Saban coaching tree here? been pretty lucky. Uh, <laughs> ben Rainwater worked at Fox 13. Rainwater, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we've I've had about 15 or 20 over the last yeah. – 18 years. So yeah. some of uh, Chris Malone started out as an intern, yeah. became part time. Now he's a program director for Stevie Wonder at a station in Los Angeles. Wow. Mm-hmm. That. Bennett. Bennett Doyle. Bennett Doyle. Is, yep. it, is, is, is still an intern, actually. He's still Bennett an intern. Is no. much more than an intern. Oh, he is. Bennett was, not, was, he, yeah. was he an intern for you? just making it No, I think I'm, he started out in promotions with us, but. I'm uh, getting that he was not an intern. Oh, there we I go. apologize. My, yeah. I'm getting an end to my headset here that he yeah. is not, in fact, that I thought Bennett no was actually sense. interning for us. He's yeah. not. I think they, uh, well, I will say this because people listen and they will email me as soon as this segment is over, and I'm not trying to interrupt y'all. Um, the, one of the reasons the internship program has slowed is the, the COVID thing, obviously, and yes. everything that's happened over the last two years. But is, I will say we and, have protocols in place here. Yeah, well, my bandwidth to also help these humans that's learn right. and that's grow right. much lower than it was I, uh, hey, three years it. ago. So that's uh, let me just float that to the ether. Well, I think it's time, me personally, for Jason to step up. And, and, and help guide the next generation. Don't you feel that obligation? Mm-hmm. And I think it's time. That'd be a great opportunity. Oh, we had uh, we can open it back up. Markel Crawford was an intern. Markel Crawford How was our intern. How could you forget Markel? He came in here, and his contributions, I think, are felt to this day. Then he left. Like He transferred. transferred. He to, to Ole Miss. Yeah. He turned his back. Folks didn't like that. No, I, I, I got to say, I, I think he so. used our opportunity as a launch pad uh, to, you know, to, to end up at Ole Miss. That's what happens, though. The good it, ones, the I mean, good ones you, get picked off. Could you blame him for leaving Tubby at the time? We couldn't Absolutely. blame any of those kids, could we? And there were a lot. It was like one after the other. Like the, the turnstile. They were running up the, out of there. The only one who stayed, David Dingleberry, was the only one that was, after, after all of the, after all that happened. I had completely forgotten dude's name. Yeah. Where is he? I have no idea. I have no clue. But he was one with. What was his real name? Was it Dingleberry? Was it? Was his name Dingleberry? It was Dingleberry. David Dingleberry. No, I, I think it was like Dingleberry, but I don't think Dingleberry was the exact. Was it? It was something. It was. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, that? Dingleberries are the things, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't. Like, that. I, I, I thought it was, it was a variation on Dingleberry. What was his name, bro? Was nickel. Nickel. Nickelberry? It was Nickelberry. My bad, wasn't it? bro. I mean, that was very disrespectful. I really thought it was David Dingleberry. It's just I, called David Nickelberry that's, Dingleberry. That's not a that's that's a common name. He played 25 games for the Memphis Tigers, bro. Did he play anywhere else? He uh, transferred to Buffalo. Buffalo. I'm sorry. He played 25 for still, Buffalo. I don't he's know if he's still Buffalo. there. Yeah, six seven senior for Buffalo. Last year he was a senior, so he's done. Okay. 
Yeah. Did he accomplish anything in Played his Played all 25 games for Buffalo, making one start, averaging nope. five points, scoring in double figures six times. Nope. I ain't said Dingleberry. Well, I apologize. David Nickleberry, not Dingleberry. <laughs> My bad, Dave. <laughs> I know you're out here in the workforce now. <laughs> Who are some of those other tough recruits? Oh, man. He who had, was the guard that, uh, who was the little, the guard that? Kareem you know, Bruton? Yeah. Him? No, not Kareem. The other one. That I thought. I thought he. Oh, Demarnier cut. No, Demarnier was Josh. No, 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 no. What? What? He's what? a little strong, uh, athletic guard, and had a couple of. Uh, oh man. Keon Clergio. I think that might be who I'm thinking about. I thought you were oh, talking about Vanover. <laughs> no, I, he's it, still playing. I yeah. saw somebody tweet. He was at Arkansas. Where's he now? SMU. Wait, hold up. Connor Vanover still playing in they, some place. Similar to DeAndre. Yeah. You had. Uh, you had. Uh, I think it was Keon Clergio. I'm, I'm just Is that the best Tubby? Ended up being the best Tubby recruit. Hell no, dude. Who was the best Tubby recruit? Uh, that he brought in as a freshman. Uh, he didn't do that much, did he? That's what I'm saying. You said hell. Oh, it was no, Jamal like- Johnson. That was the best one he brought in as a freshman. You got to yeah. give it to him. I guess so. But dude, that was like he that was went back times. to UAB. Jamal. Yeah, that yeah. was rough times though. Man, those were tough times trying to cover Memphis recruits. Like Jamal was like the crown jewel. It was like, oh, he's a NBA player. He's like a the, yeah. you know top ninety five kid. You know, it's like, oh, this is exciting. This is good. But it's it, it, man, that was, that was we were in bad shape then. Not even out here getting Mikey Williams. Man, we didn't Just know. Night we didn't and day. Know. We did not know what we did not know. Let's see, two thousand sixteen said there were only two years, so there's not a lot uh, of rosters that we have to comb through. Um, what was that, 2016? Jamario Rivers, who, of course, you remember really well. Yeah. Um, Southwest. Let's see. Who else did we have here? I'm trying to think of guys that contributed. Jamario had them sharp teeth. I don't, I don't really think. Uh, yeah, Jamario was, you know, he was, he, was a, he was a fella there. Yeah, I mean, that was it. It was Keon. There was no other guards that played. It was definitely Keon Clergio. Tubby was building it. He was. He just needed a little bit more time. He needed more bricks. He brought in Christian Kessie, the kid from Coppin State. Man, couldn't hit a shot. He lit it up at Coppin State, but then he got to Memphis and just like like he took the uh, like the Space Jam, just the ability came out of his hands. You know, that man got to Memphis and just stopped playing basketball. We're building a monster. You know. Well, hello there. What's Joe Esposito doing? He's on somebody's staff. Isn't he an associate at Kansas, Missouri? There you go. Missouri, KC. Yeah, he made it. He made it back. I'm very happy for him. Yeah. I think, bang. He, I think they're in action today. Isn't Look, that his thing? Bang. They're in action. Bam. Today. Bam. Bam. Building a monster. Bam. They're yeah. fading. They're, they're playing Indiana State today. An opportunity to fade. Now you're thinking of uh, Mike. Mike Breen. Bang. Yeah. You didn't well, hear. You didn't bang. hear a lot of that in the tubby years, did you? That was more of a bam. Not many shots going in. Uh, anyway, thanks well, for hello, Brooks Monaghan for joining us on the show today. We'll be back here on Tuesday, Jason and John. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Mighty Turner Femme, ESPN. The Wing Guru has the best wings in town, in the country, in the world. Y'all know that. And now you can get 50 party wings for $49.99. That goes a long way. You got family coming over this week. You want to do something a little bit, you know, unorthodox, but will go over incredibly well. There you go. There's your idea. Your family like, who is this? Where is this? You can tell them the Wing Guru, the best wings in the world, headed by our man, Billy Richmond. He is the best. He's a former Tiger basketball player, now turned chicken house king. He's got them everywhere. Memphis, Nashville, Houston, our man Contar, man in that store down there. It's because of growing. Growing because the chicken's so good. If you haven't been, what are you doing? You're late to the party. Get the best wings in town. Try the Triple J. In honor of Jaron Jackson Jr. being back in the fold. Think you'll like the taste. Inspired by him. Garlic sriracha's good. Spicy tacos good. I love the Nashville hot. Don't hate because it says Nashville. Billy's taken the flavor and made it better. That's how we do it. Bogard your stuff. Take your stuff. Debo your stuff. Wing Guru, when you see Billy Richmond, you tell him that Jason and John sent you.
All right, we're back. Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. Uh, there was an NFL game last night, though. Uh, <clears throat> you probably would not have known. The Arizona Cardinals simply decided to uh, not enter the country. I guess they got stuck in customs. San Francisco wins 38-10. to Now, and they were supposed to win. It was Colt McCoy, at quarterback for the Cardinals. Double but um, was this an announcement of sorts from the 49ers in your mind? Oh, I think you're on to something. That's a team that's uh, coming together now that it's, I think, 3-1 and one since they've gotten McCaffrey. Uh, it's a matter of Garoppolo, you know, finding a balance with all those weapons. Man, Ayuk, Debo, Kittle, McCaffrey. Like, they got a, a plethora of weapons. An embarrassment of riches offense. That defense always been uh, here of late Super Bowl caliber. So, yes, I, I, I think you're watching a, a 49ers team put it together for what's going to be a strong stretch run. It's three in a row now, like we said, three and one since the McCaffrey trade. Got the Saints coming up next. Interesting one in a couple of weeks against the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. Interesting one there because uh, I'm, I'm high on those Dolphins. Then you got the Buccaneers, who, again, may be a team that uh, may be a preview of what could come come playoff time. Uh, I just I like where these 49ers are at right now. So it feels similar to Dallas, like teams that might be coming together for a, for a run here that could – could end up being contenders and pushing the those teams like Philly that maybe have peaked too early, pushing them back down. Uh, Vikings as well. By the time it's over, it, it it could be could be the Niners in Dallas. It could. I mean, NFC is wide open. It, it wide. does. It does feel like it could be a lot of different teams. It does feel like that. I mean, it could be the 49ers. It could be the Eagles. It could be the Cowboys. Uh, it could be the Bucks. I'm not I'm not going there with you on Giants. Don't think they're real. What what's so crazy is that San Francisco was so ready to move on to a future with Trey Lance that they thought had a higher ceiling with Garoppolo. But what's been proven is that if you just have a decent Garoppolo, right, with all the weapons he's got, and you even added one, your best chance to win's right now with him. Mm-hmm. You know, the Trey Lance is completely unproven to that point. But they were so dead set and eager to move on to that era, just seemingly. And, and I know, you know, well, he gets hurt, so it's limited. We'll never know. Yeah, but. Garoppolo was always the guy that, for right now, gives you the best chance. And I just thought there was a better way to make that transition than what they did. That said, uh, they end up back with him. And like I said, they could, they, could, they could be right there at the top of the NFC by the time it's done. thought they handled the Cardinals like, they were, like you should handle a team that's led by Colt McCoy. Yeah, I mean, the problem is you're not going to be able to play Arizona every week. But Jimmy G did look fantastic. He was stepping up in the pocket. He was hitting his receivers. I mean, it was just, a, it was just a, it was an onslaught for the Cardinals. Yesterday, they're going to end up firing Cliff here in in short order, and they are going to be looking for a head coach. Um, so it'll be interesting to see kind of what you know what direction they they choose got some to go. pieces with oh, Hopkins yeah, and Kyler. Sure. It's a good job. It's a good job. You got Hopkins, Connor's a good running back. You know, Kyler. Maybe you're a Kyler believer. I don't know. I'm really I'm not. I'm not as much of a Kyler believer, but like he is a starting quarterback. I mean that I I'll go there. I'll say that I'd take him before I took Carr. Wow. You wouldn't. I stop. There's been more Cliff Kingsbury has been Kyler Murray. I mean, we'll find oh, out. Are you mad because he played Call of Duty? Well, no. What I mean, has Derek Carr done besides the broke leg season that you keep going back to? I mean, and what was what just, could have been? Let's compare. You're not taking Kyler Murray before Derek. Come on, John, please. I mean, it's not like Kyler Murray's lighting it up. though. Well, let's give him up. Somebody that can actually coach in the NFL. Give Kyler, give Brian Dable well, Kyler give, Murray and well, see what give, happens with him. And you know, I'm not a big fan and of Carr, but give, give Derek Carr that. I mean, he, we go. We, we, Derek Carr didn't have everybody, and, they, and none of them have been good though. He's had John Gruden joke. He's had Jack Del Rio joke. He's had Josh McDaniels joke. Maybe because he's terrible. Well, he's, I don't think he's terrible, but it's I, leadership. He don't know how to do it. So let's see um, what they put in their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna sit here and defend him to the hilt like that. You can't, that. no. But I feel like Kyler Murray over Derek Carr done. Let's see, let's just compare their stats. That's fair. Last He's, season, my man's missed the last two games. No, I'm not talking about this season. I'm talking about just the last few, right? So in 2021, last season, Kyler Murray had 3,787 yards, 24 touchdowns, to 10 picks. Yeah, we run away with that. We run that thing too. You got to add on that too. Derek got legs. Derek Carr, 4,804 yards, 23 touchdowns, 14 picks. So uh, much different, much better in terms of yardage. Um, 2020, let's go to 2020. Uh, Kyler Murray, 
Uh, let's see. 26 touchdowns, 12 picks, 3,900 yards. Derek Carr in 2020, 4,100 yards, 27. So comparable. I mean, comparable with Kyler Murray having the edge in the rushing game. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it's, it's, it's one of those things. You can flip a coin, and they're probably the same quarterback. Both can turn it over. Both can have great games. Both never going to win a Super Bowl. We just know more about Derek Carr. There might still be more with Kyler under a different coaching staff. Yeah, his rushing has really gone down, though. He's not the Yeah, he doesn't run as much. Yeah, 20, I got him in fantasy, so I know. Yeah, 2020, he had 11 touchdowns on the ground. He's getting know. banged up. Again, the, that yeah. goes back to little guy and Bryce Young and all that. Can you hold up in this league being a small dude? Mm-hmm. It's tough. And he's been banged up. That's part of the reason why he hadn't run as much either. Yeah, I mean, he's exciting when he's on, you know. It's just not it's – not, uh, it's just not come together for him, but maybe it is co- a coaching situation. I will go with you on Carl. There seems to be a lack of leadership quality too with Kyler. Uh, that, oh, something's yeah. missing there. Well, yeah, they they uh, put that more intangible, but something's there. You know. Um, anyway, yeah, the Cardinals did not uh, show up yesterday, and uh, and again, we're getting just a, a clear a clearer view by the week. I still am gonna roll with Tampa Bay until I have reason not to. I feel like they are coming into their stride. Uh, they've won two in a row, and Tom's divorce is behind him now, and he's focused, and Giselle's out here with her jiu-jitsu instructor. I'm going to choose to believe that motivates him. They still do. I was talking to somebody yesterday. They still do have weapons. They still got Mike Evans. They still got Chris Godwin. They still got Leonard Fournette, and now they got this young man, R- Rashad White, uh, emerging. The only thing they don't have that Tom Brady is used to having is is tight end. They, and, but, but, you know, he did throw a touchdown to Kate Otten, against the Rams for the win. So, you know, maybe he's it. Maybe he becomes that. Well, it's not just offensively. We don't talk much about it, but remember that defense yeah. the last couple of years has been, been really stout stopping the run. Yeah. And Akeem Hicks had been hurt. Yep. So getting him back, getting back to what they do, which is stopping the run, because they'd, they'd let go of it. That's right. Uh, injuries have been part of that, but that defense was not playing to its capabilities. That seems to be coming back around, too. I'll tell you, I mean, I know from experience, having a guy like – Hicks up front, he sets the tone mm-hmm. uh, in terms of what they've got up there to stop the run. So that part of it, too, that defense starting to look maybe a little bit more like we expect uh, a Tampa Bay defense to look like they've looked the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's your uh, that's your Monday Night Football update. we got a ton of football on Thursday. That is what the kids call T-Givy. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah. Three games, right? I think so, right? Mm-hmm. Well, who we got? we got Bills-Lions, I know that. Cowboys on? Uh, of course. Always on. Who they got? Giants, Cowboys, Giants. Um, I'm, I'm Detroit. Moving. Oh, it's, no, no. The, Cowboys got the Giants. Yeah, oh, this Thursday. And then you got Buffalo Patriots. Buffalo has Vikings. Detroit. Buffalo has oh, Detroit. Oh yeah, the, the Detroit game's on too. And then uh, you have and who's the third one? Patriots, Vikings, and the nightcap. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay, so uh, two are interesting, I guess. Maybe Detroit Buffalo could be high scoring. That's the first one, I think, eleven thirty. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Cowboys Giants is always interesting. It's uh, it's like full strength now. For They're both, both seven and three. Yeah. Like this one, we're, we'll find out about the Giants, it feels like to me. Mm-hmm. You see, Jerry Jones thinks this is his best shot. Really? Super Bowl. Really? I mean, you'd be talking like that, too, the, one of the best ever road wins in your – Do they have Do they have the receiving core to win it? Well, they, they're talking about maybe they add OBJ. Oh, yeah. Well, that uh, – Have could, you seen what CD's done the last few? Like, yeah. that's he looks like a one now. Yeah. I mean, that's the only question I really have about him is, like, do they have the, the, the receiver that's going to make a big play – I mean, they looked amazing against the Vikings, granted. <clears throat> um, I mean, Cooper Rush got in. <laughs> that tells you everything you know about that. The walk-ons got in there. Uh, Tony Pollard emerging might be, you know, the, the difference for them. They've got a real weapon that nobody seems to know how to contain. And uh, Again, their defense at times, much like Tampa Bay, they've been run on. Can they get back right? Yes. Because it's a capable defense. Uh, it certainly did everything. It looked really good against the Vikings. Zeke is, of course, good to fall into the end zone from a yard out. You As need always. him. Tony couldn't get in from short. It's right. They, 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 right. It works. Yep. It, it no, fits. It does. it does. Tony, and then they they put Zeke in. He plunges right in from the one. He gets the two touchdowns. That's right. It's clicking right now for Dallas. No doubt. So, man, you know, I think they're at the front of the line. They're at the front of the line in the NFC. You got the 49ers there that are streaking. Bucks are going to have something to say. Should be interesting. Should be a fascinating run there to the end of the season. We'll come back. Uh, but before we go to break, I want to tell you about Shoot360. That's a great gift idea for you know, the, your niece, your nephew, your son or daughter who is lo- falling in love with the game of basketball and wants to get better at it, wants to be ahead of the game, wants to get ahead of the peers. 
Because, look, everybody has practice, but what are you doing outside those practice hours? Those yeah, yeah. are the times that make the difference, that separate you. And at Shoot360, it is practice, but it's also fun. It's, it's something that's interactive, going to be able to improve uh, their passing, their dribbling, their, their shooting. These are all things they'll remember that they'll take with them into the real practice court. It's right here in Memphis. It's Shoot360. Yeah, and I've seen the uh, results on my kids' AAU team. Eight-year-old uh, by the name of Kaysen uh, spends a ton of time out at Shoot360. He's got the game to prove it. Already got the Euro steps, crossovers, make the other eight-year-olds look like eight-year-olds. That's how advanced yours can get working out at Shoot360. They got everything. John mentioned the state-of-the-art equipment. They've got the developmental coaches. They've got the weight training, the perfect program for yours, no matter what the level is, all the way down to beginner as John said, super interactive. Kids going to feel like they're playing games. So they'll be sucked in, having fun, getting better. Uh, you as a parent, you're happy. They've made it super affordable. Go out and see them. It's the future of basketball training in Memphis. The future is now. As we like to say at Shoot360, go see them out at 85 Market Center Drive in Cairoville. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 